Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Big Ed and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And we're coming to you again from a long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. So promote everyone you know to Admiral. And put your, uh, hand together? Because we've got a special guest today for Star Wars Episode Capital Letter 5V. Star Wars Episode Capital Letter V. The Empire Strikes Back. Our special guest today is none other than childhood best friend of us and Star Wars expert, Chris Millahan. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Hey, friends. Chris, I, we, we're going to get through some stats and stuff real quick, but I just want to talk about, you know so much about Star Wars. You, you don't do like social media and stuff. Is that right? No, not a big social media guy, but big time Star Wars nerd. Big time Definitely Star growing Wars. Up. Yeah. It was like, all I remember is we would do lightsaber battles in the backyard and we would go to your house and you would just be better at it than the rest of us. Because <laughs> he Do practiced. you remember this? <laughs> yeah, he used to I make those movies a... with After Effects. No, but but we practiced like all the time. And Chris would come from his grandma's house and just be way better than the rest Mainly of us. Mainly because I had the curved Count Dooku lightsaber. <laughs> the, which... the Dooku. Oh, definitely. Was <laughs> really the secret. <laughs> that was a hundred percent what it was. Uh, oh, but man. yeah, that's that's a specific Star Wars memory. You also, Chris and I worked together, and I was talking about droid person in the episode two, episode nine. <laughs> And gear I walked person? into work the next gear person, yeah. And I walked into work the next day, and Chris was like, "Why do you keep calling him gear person? I, I can't even remember." It's the techno union, man. The techno <laughs> union. Gosh, they make the super battle droids. Come on, <laughs> you should know these they things. Watt Tambor. Watt Tambor is his name. See, I just I had no idea. Um, but we're gonna run through some stats real quick. Uh, this movie was released on May seventeenth, nineteen eighty. That was thirteen thousand eight hundred and forty-two days ago, as of this recording. Uh, with a little shoestring eighteen million dollar budget. Hey, that was seven million more than than A New Hope. It is still thirty-two million dollars shy of getting Robert Downey Jr. in your movie as Iron Man. This is true. But this was nineteen eighty dollars. <laughs> that's true. So that's like. And how old was Robert Downey Jr. at the time? <laughs> uh, he was alive. Yeah, he was alive. Yeah. You could probably get him for cheaper back then. <laughs> you definitely could have gotten him for cheaper back then. But could you get Robert Downey Sr.? Robert Downey 1? Mm, that's a good question. Could you get Howard Stark? How old was that dude then? Which dude? The old Howard Stark. John Slattery? Not the old... Yeah, John Slattery. I have no idea. Was he a big deal in 1980? Well, that, that guy has looked like he was approximately 70 for about 20 years now, so... Well, and it, anyway, this movie made $534.1 million worldwide. Uh, which is enough to set me up for the rest of my life. Yeah, it did pretty well. Uh, and Ethan, it did do pretty well. At 94 and 97 critic and audience reception on Rotten Tomatoes, that's one point better on each side than A New Hope did. And it got an 82 on Metacritic, which is Actually, eight, high... point, eight points lower than A New Hope. Eight points lower? Yeah. On Metacritic? On Metacritic, yeah. Really? Yeah, eight points lower. Uh, a New Hope got a 90. Do you know where that eight points comes from? I have no idea. I do have a negative review for this movie, though. Okay, let's hear it. So, Ralph Novak from People Magazine, and this was an original review from back in 1980, said, and I quote, Do you remember Casablanca 2? Son of the Wizard of Oz, gone with the wind and back again? Of course not! Because long, long ago, in a movie capital far, far away, people dared not tarnish the memories of classics by exhuming them for sequels. This movie, of course, is Star Wars 2. And while it's hardly the worst sequel ever made, it's not up to the original either. The spacecraft laser battle gimmicks are familiar now, so even though these are the most special of special effects, they're no longer fascinating. Worse, the more one sees the main characters, the less appealing they become. Luke Skywalker is a whiner, Han Solo is a sarcastic clod, Princess Leia a nag, and C-3PO just a drone. He's on something with that C-3PO con comment, but otherwise is a total jerk. 
This man sounded like he, and, th and this was all the negative reviews I found for this movie, where people pretty much just said, well, it wasn't as good as the first one, and that was it. But it was. Yeah, it was better. Do you have a positive review for me? I do, I do. Sorry, I was, uh, I want to make sure this is a positive review. <laughs> I want to make sure this guy doesn't hate it. All right, uh, this is Pauline Kale from The New Yorker. And she says, by far the most imaginative part of the Star Wars trilogy, this middle bridging film is changed to an unresolved plot and doesn't have the leaping comic book hedonism of the 1977 Star Wars, but you can feel the love of movie magic that went into this cascading imagery. That doesn't sound positive overly review. positive. It felt like a neutral review. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, it felt like it was, according uh, to Star Wars, lukewarm. Lukewarm. I think it was Luke cold in this movie, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, how warm is the inside of a tauntaun? I won't lie to you. When they cut the tauntaun open, that's what I thought was inside people when I was a child. Like, yeah, I just thought it was a tauntaun. Like, if you were to cut someone open, that's what it would look like. Space creatures aren't really... I mean, it's, it's pretty <laughs> similar. <laughs> just everything's a little bit it's less not white. As, yeah. It's not a space creature. It's like, it's terrestrial. Yeah, but it's from a different it's not planet. Like yeah, but there is an actual space creature in this movie. More of a space worm. Uh, space worm. <laughs> it lives on an asteroid. Yeah. A giant yeah. space worm. I think that I don't know what it ever eats. <laughs> it eats the little birds. <laughs> and how it got so ginormous. It eats the birds. The burbs. Everything I think... shot out in the middle of nowhere by industrial or imperial stormtroopers and their ships. Yeah. It eats bombs from Thai bombers. <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yummy. yummy. <laughs> uh, so let's let's dive right in. Ethan, do you want to know? I'm going to come out right out and say it. Do you want to know where I think that negative eight points comes from? Where? I think it's because there's like a real ghost in the machine saves Han and Leia when they need to be saved. And then it doesn't save them, but then it saves them again. In that, like... I, listen, I'm on board now, because we have the whole series, but if you've only seen A New Hope, you watch this movie, and they're like, Lando? Yeah! Who the crap is Lando Calrissian? Who is anybody? No, he's he's the smoothest guy ever. Yeah, who's, <laughs> who's Han Solo? Like, who's Han Solo? Exactly. But we know who Han Solo, like, Han Solo's our hero, not our hero, but he's one of our protagonists. And then he's like, oh, Lando, I, I know him, let's go to... Bespin in Cloud City, and everything will be great there. I don't know, to me it's just kind of... But that's why it's the perfect middle chapter, because it starts fleshing all these characters out, and you get right. introduced into a, like an expanded universe. Right. No, I agree. I agree, but so, I think standing alone, that's one of its downfalls. Now, let me let me also say this. Uh, I freaking love this movie. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Oh, my God. For I sure. Like, who cares who Lando is? No. I want to know. <laughs> the, in my opinion, this is the best Star Wars movie. I, I don't know about you guys. I'm wearing a... I'm sure we'll get to it. I'm wearing an Empire Strikes Back sweatshirt right we'll now. We'll get there. We'll get there. I went to the, to the store to pick up some peanut butter, <laughs> and the guy behind the counter was like, oh, it's the best Star Wars movie ever made. And I looked at him dead in the eye, and I said, it's the best movie ever made, man. <laughs> and he goes, I don't know about that. And I was like... <laughs> I mean, that do you want to go watch get, Empire? You get way too intense with like a store clerk who just asked you a simple <laughs> right. question or made a comment, and you're just like, "Listen, man, <laughs> I don't have time to talk about this." But I would so much rather go watch this than Tombstone right now. I, you keep telling me that people think Tombstone is the best movie ever made. No one other than you has ever said that to me ever I have in not my seen life. Tombstone. I'll be honest with you, I didn't say Tombstone to the guy. I said that other movie that we always talk about is the best movie ever made, but is now escaping my mind. The Shawshank Redemption. No. Oh, no, 100 on Metacritic. Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane. Oh, that's because you've never seen that's, Citizen Kane. It's true. I've never seen Citizen Kane, but I always want to watch Citizen Kane. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. Citizen Kane is a better movie than Empire Strikes Back. It's, it's not as fun. It. It's not as fun to watch. It's not as fun to watch. 
How many lightsabers movie. are in that movie? That's Zero. what I want to know. Zero lightsabers. Okay. Well, no laser swords. Nothing. <laughs> what about Jar Jar? <laughs> there, there are no. There are no Jar Jar. Okay, so it does have some. Going yeah, it's it. got some redeeming qualities. <laughs> so, Chris, before we dive too, too, too far into this movie, uh, tell us a little bit about your your Star Wars life. We ask this to all of our guests because everybody's got their own individual Star Wars story. So, I want to hear Chris Millahan colon a Star Wars story. Sure. So, or I guess just I Millahan got... a Star Wars story. <laughs> I got introduced to Star Wars from my grandfather, who he was, you know, he was kind of a nerd too. Came out of college, went to work for NASA at first. What? Um, yeah, worked on uh, Apollo Eleven. Um, what? And then, but he was a Star Wars fan, and he had them all. I guess at the time I was growing up, it was VHS, and handed down like a copy to me. And so I watched all those, and then we were probably in elementary school, and then Lucas was rebooting the uh, prequels. And so, obviously, we were enamored with the we prequels because so we were little and stupid. Do you remember? This is one of my most fond childhood memories is sitting in Chris's basement with a, with a Game Boy Color camera and taking pictures of the Nubian flying out <laughs> of the, like, base on Naboo and then, and then printing those on the Game Boy printer. <laughs> and I remember... I remember episode two came out. We were somewhere in elementary school. Mm -hmm. And I I had seen it, like, opening night. A couple other kids had, but not everybody had. But, you know, everybody was a Star Wars fan. Right. And so we orchestrated in our playground the battle on Geonosis (laughs) for, like, the Jedi in the stadium. And I was like, no, no, these people have to stand over here. And these, okay, you're going to be droids. And then we're going to be Jedi and jump down. And it's going to be this epic battle. Okay, you haven't seen the movie, but it's awesome. It's awesome. It's going to be amazing. Don't worry. But we, you know, that, I go way back from, you know, probably I was five starting to watch Star Wars and been a fan ever since. Do you have any, like, pre-Star Wars memories? <laughs> like when I was born? Right. Like, <laughs> how, how much before Battle of Yavin do you remember? <laughs> you remember the Clone Wars? <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's it's been a part of my life forever, and it's just been fun. And it's something you can connect with. And everybody loves Star Wars, right? Everybody loves Star Wars. Even, like, just casual fans, it's still, you have to enjoy it. And it's, it's just a ball to be around. Are you excited for Solo? I'm excited, but anxious. Cautiously I'm optimistic. Anxious. I'm cautiously, I'm, yeah. I'm the, cautiously. The newest trailer was pretty good. <sighs> I thought. It was better than the first one. Agree. I like, he says the thing, I've got a really good feeling about this. And I was like, this is something else. Now you're playing with what Star Wars is. This is a whole new, you can't just say that. K2SO had a bad feeling about this. I heard he's been having to get, well, I mean, it's over now, but when they were filming, um, he was getting on set acting lessons. From Harrison Ford? Not from Harrison Ford, but whoever, to try to like right. recreate to- him. Like, eh. Be You're like Ford. already filming, and we're trying to right. still coach you up. Which whatever. I mean, if it works, it works. But yeah, I don't know about that. Like, I, just, what I mean, even Harrison Ford that? couldn't tell you like how to be Han Solo. No, it's just be Harrison Ford. Well, right. it's be Harrison Ford and have the worst script ever thrown at you. Pretty right. much be a scoundrel. <laughs> scoundrel. He was just. I, I I remember seeing. It was later on in life seeing an interview that he was just like. Star Wars was the worst thing. Like the first one was the worst thing I ever made. That that script was impossible. I, I had to retake so many lines that I don't even know what the character ended up being, and I had to relearn how to play Han Solo for the second movie. He is way different in the second movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a hard time keeping track of Han's story arc, where it's like you get back to Han and it's like, oh yeah, all you care about is getting your money back to Jabba. 
you know, like, there's, yeah, you want to help Luke and them, but at the end of the day, it's always in the back of his mind, like, okay, I gotta get, I gotta pay job of the hunt. That bounty hunter on Ford Mantell changed his mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, you you have a you have a price in your head, right? Somebody comes up to you and says, hey, man, uh, if you don't do this thing in the next ten days, you're gonna die. And, That's motivation. Yeah, and, and, and you're just sitting there like, man... R.I.P. Uh, I'm just going to go do that thing right now, and then things keep getting in the way of him doing that thing. He's like, I have right. the money. This guy paid me a lot of money to drag him across the universe. He doesn't... Does, is it Obi-Wan that has all the credits? No, it's it's the, the Republic. I mean, not, not the, the Republic. Rebels. The Rebels. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he saved the prince. Because then like you get back to the... Like, like 17,000 credits isn't that much for like a government, even if it's a rebellious government. Yeah. Our government could use 17,000. I mean, but he's sitting there like 17,000. <laughs> what is the Republic is credit, credit like a to Bitcoin? Bitcoin exchange rate? <laughs> yeah. If it's one to one, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. We could use that. Uh, but yeah, what is that Doge what he's stacking coin? up at the end? What, what about Dogecoin? How that, many Dogecoins Doge okay, the Republic credit I, If you guys had bought Doge when I told you to buy Doge, <laughs> we'd all be living large right now. <laughs> Did you? No. Okay, then I don't. I still have. Should I still have like point three three Bitcoin? I don't. I don't feel bad about not buying this. I sold. I sold out of my Bitcoin. We're getting really off topic. Wait, welcome to Bacon. It's gonna happen. (laughs) But yeah, Uh, so Han Solo is very different in this movie. He does care about a lot of things, but he does care about getting money back. At the same time, he's like he's really into Leia. He definitely cares about getting with Leia. Yeah, he definitely and and you can see that Lucas was like, you know what? They're siblings. I've decided. We that really got to get away from this whole Luke and Leia thing. People are starting to like that. They ship that real hard. Who can yeah, they, she they go did. after? <laughs> Who can she go? Han I got that Han, guy right there. Yeah, Lalo. That's what they call that, right? Your, and Solo. your worshipfulness. <laughs> Hey, that's a good one. I laughed. What? The d- when Han calls Leia, you're worshipful. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just the, the vast And he calls her a committee. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's so good. I was also in the best mood watching this movie just now. I really was. I finished it about an hour ago. Maybe. Tops. Well, and what I was surprised about in this movie is he really cares, seems to care about Luke, too. Like, right at the beginning, Luke is lost out in the desert, wa- or frozen wasteland, and... Han's just like, nope, going out, gonna go get the kid back. Yeah, Luke's his bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a new hope at the end of that, where he was like, I could go pay back Jabba the Hutt, or I could be a bro to Luke. I mean, and I think it it shows how there's been a gap, pretty big gap between four and five, in that you know, at the end of four, they've met each other or known each other for what, like three days. Yeah, right. (laughs) And now he's like. Well, shit, I'm gonna go risk my life just to go help my Luke. buddy that might be lost with his tauntaun Luke. out somewhere. Well, I mean, they had that time in the in the gar- garbage compactor in the first movie, in in episode four where Luke was like three PO. <laughs> it's weird how well you do that. <laughs> yeah, that was scary. <laughs> that was good. I'm so proud of myself. It's for really that. weird how well you do that. Did you? I learned this between the recording of the last episode and the recording of this episode. You know why the shots are so awkward in that scene? Why? Because Luke was screaming 3PO so much, Mark Hamill, that he busted a blood vessel in the left side of his face. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so he couldn't face the camera a certain way? So he couldn't face the camera. They had to keep shooting it from that weird, like, down angle. <laughs> Hamill was a, a, he was a vulnerable actor. The reason that he gets, like, attacked by the Yeti or whatever, the snow monster. The Wampa. Is because... The Wampa, that's the word. The Wampa is because uh, he was in like a car accident and half of his face was scarred and they needed to be able to explain that in the movie. And that's why that happened. 
Yeah, that's I mean, why that whole sequence. Did y'all notice down. how the, the whole Wampa is on screen for maybe four seconds total in this movie? Yeah, you just yeah. see you weird, know, only like, like maybe a, like a third of it at a time. <laughs> yeah, action shots <laughs> of the limbs. Yeah, he cuts the arm off. And it, it... But you just see the arm drop. Yeah. yeah, and then you see the Wampa with no arm. They're like, great, we don't have to do the arm now. Right, <laughs> we gotta add that. In. Even at the beginning, when you first see it, when it drags him off, it's just like you see the arm, and then you just see Luke getting dragged off. I mean, you know, this was 1980. Special effects weren't what they it are today. So, which which version did you guys watch? Current blu-ray yeah okay. i think i did too with the with the updates like all the updates yeah i have okay. the most i Lucas did probably version. a late 2000s dvd okay so did you have the did not. you have the the actual emperor in there or i had the or did you have the original i emperor? had the new emperor yeah i had the new, the emperor. new emperor yeah me yeah. too i like the new emperor. that was the most so. noticeable no, that, thing, that's though. a good change yeah that was a smart change because that's congruent with episode six yeah. of all the lucas changes that's one that's acceptable did you see sebulba oh no that's in the next one i don't i don't like that they named him Anakin. Chief. Oh. Yeah. Like, did they name... They, like, where they changed the dialogue? Yeah, they changed the dialogue to say the son of Anakin Skywalker instead of the son of Skywalker. Because that, like, it, no matter... Because now, no matter what order you watch the movies in, like, your reveal's shot. There's no... Mm-hmm. Like, there's no... And that's the whole issue with the, with the prequel trilogy is that, like, it ruins everything. And so you want to watch these three first, but then now that's ruined. You know, I didn't even think about that. What do you think of the reveal? You know, it, watching these as they would have been made. This is the second movie you see. It's the first time you see the Emperor. How do you, what do you think of his entrance? It was very much, like, I was very conscious of that. And I was like, it was very Snoke-like. Where I was like, who? Right. Why? But I think the difference here is that in, because the new movies are made after these, and we know there's a gap, and we know what happened before. Right. Then we're like, now there should be a setup for something right. like who that. Right. Who is Snow? Versus somewhere like near, it's like, well, we don't know what happened in the past. Whatever. It, it's right. This evil dude. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Greatest villain of all time. The Emperor? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Darth Vader. No. No. The Emperor is way better. Th- Darth Vader's way scarier. You know, Vader's almost a good guy. Like, yeah, Vader well, kills eventually, the eventually, right? But go, but like, go, go spoilers, watch the, the prequel. <laughs> go watch the prequel trilogy again, like critically. Focus on the fact that the empire, the emperor, like achieves all of his evil goals in the prequel trilogy. He wins the whole thing. He wins, and he stops the one who would have killed him, and he puts him in a torturous suit. He's a genius, right? He, he, he's a genius. Yeah, he he makes a minion out of the chosen one who was brought who forth, could, who could stop him. Yeah, who yeah. was created from the force by. <laughs> Darth Plagueis the Wise to stop him. I mean, that's is that canon or no, that's is that not canon? That's canon. that's my canon. So that's that's what we call a head canon. Not my Luke Skywalker. <laughs> not my Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it's it's, only, it's the only thing that makes sense though. If you're going to talk about an origin for Anakin and like why he doesn't have a father and how he is this powerful, that's the only thing that makes right. sense because they bring up the whole like, well, I had a master that could create life out of the Force. Why would you bring that up? My that question. Wasn't a thing? So my question is: Are Luke and Leia the same? Were they like made by Snoke within Padme? Because wasn't Anakin gone for a year when she was like, "I'm pregnant"? Um, I don't think I mean, they, he was doing Jedi stuff. I guess I don't think they put a date on that. I could have swore there's dialogue where he's like, "It's been a year or whatever." I don't know. Also, who knows I how long gestation took on whatever planet Anakin struck? Like that's true. He's from Tatooine. Right, but like, okay, who knows how long like force gestation takes? That's, that's a good question. La- last <laughs> midichlorians. Last take time week on to... Bacon and Eggs, we posited that the theory of panspermia, that all life on Earth was seeded from a, a previous alien society, uh, that idea came from Star Wars. Yeah. So we, we've decided that the Star Wars galaxy was the original creation of life on Earth. We are mere humans. Can't fault you there. And that, that George, <laughs> George Lucas, the, the prequel trilogy was so bad because George Lucas was just telling us the God's honest the truth, truth about the history. <laughs> 
Right, that's that's so the problem. George Lucas is a prophet <laughs> right. from an alien species. No, he's a, he's a human prophet whose wisdom was bequeathed by God, who told him the truth about how the Jedi race uh, is responsible for creation of, of life on Earth. That's why you don't like the prequels. It's like, well... You might not like it, but this is how it happened. Yeah, you know, it's like the it's it's like the Old Testament. <laughs> That's what Lucas is trying to tell us. Whether you like it or not, suck it up, kids. <laughs> it's literally the Old I Testament. Can't, I can't Wars. write these stories. <laughs> That's why Lucas is so upset with the new series because it's not how it happened. Don't have his billionaire fingers all tied into it. Is he a billionaire? Yeah, he's a big time billionaire. I want to be George Lucas. I want to be Jeff Bezos. Uh, yeah, the I the new richest man have in the world. Seen, have you seen the pictures of like 1998 Jeff Bezos versus like? Now Jeff Bezos. Does he look any different? He's like, oh yeah, he looks like little. He's like little itty bitty sell book Jeff Bezos in 1998. Now he's like obviously billionaire, has a personal trainer, drinks baby blood to maintain vitality. Terminator Jeff Bezos. Terminator Jeff Bezos. He just seems like he's such a decent guy. I don't know what he looks like. What does he look like? He looks like I, I know what um, the Tesla dude looks like. Elon Musk. Yeah, I could. He looks like a, a less handsome version of Captain Jack Harkness from Doctor Who. Jeff Bezos looks like a bald guy. Whoa! Yeah, I couldn't have picked that dude out of a small lineup unless Elon Musk Jeff, was the other person. Jeff in that Bezos lineup. looks like a bald white guy. He looks like a basketball coach. <laughs> I'm showing Thai pictures of Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he looks like a basketball coach. Does he own any teams? No, no, I don't think so. Just. But like if you look at his you, if you look at his Twitter or not his Twitter his Wikipedia photo, it's like him in front of a whiteboard covered in stuff and he's wearing a suit. He looks like a basketball coach. I think I could be an NBA basketball coach. That's not true at all. I don't think you know the first thing about basketball, so probably not. You, I don't think Tyrone Lue knows the first thing about basketball either, but he's won <laughs> uh, he's got LeBron James on his team, so Yeah, that helps a lot. Like you go down the court and then your boys make a little arc around the art. And they pass the ball to LeBron simple. James. Yeah, they pass the ball to LeBron James. <laughs> shoot, baby, shoot. <laughs> he scores. It's like, can you imagine being Seems Steve Kerr, the coach of the Golden State Warriors? It's just like, here's a ball, guys. Yeah. Go win a championship. <laughs> do whatever you gotta <laughs> Go do. Go do Steph things. Yeah, I think, like, like do Steph- you think the other teams, what's it like in the other teams' locker rooms? Like, do, do, do the Washington Wizards believe that they're gonna win? They believe they can win a game during the regular season, but they will never win a championship. <laughs> what's that like? And that's in part of what only, makes the I would NBA say the only team, really boring. like, yeah. the only team outside Cleveland in the past years, the Eastern Conference is a little bit more up in the air this year because Cleveland's doing terrible. The only team in the Western Conference that thinks they can win the championship, other than the Golden State Warriors, is the San Antonio Spurs, who are about to miss the playoffs. But they still believe they can win a championship because that's Greg Popovich. I thought you were going to say the Rockets because they've been pretty damn good this year. No, they don't believe that. The Rockets, the Rockets are going to get crushed. Anyway, Star Wars. All right, all right, okay, okay. <laughs> Where sports with bacon and eggs. Star Wars. So Empire Strikes Back is so good. So what's, I don't know what what's your favorite part of this movie? All parts. All Yeah, all of it. <laughs> I mean, let's start with Hoth, right? Okay, let's start on Hoth. Hoth is good. What? So we get kind of caught up to speed. Han's leaving. Yeah, Han's yeah, trying to leave. Having a lot of shit desperately to leave. <laughs> Doesn't happen. Do you? Uh, does it? I I never feel like, and maybe it's because I know like the whole story, but never when I'm watching, am I like, oh my gosh, their ship's never going to be repaired in time. Do you I think have it's just feeling? kind of a trope. Okay. Where it's like, yeah, it's just the running joke that Millennium Falcon's a bucket of bolts. Right. <laughs> like everybody like, sees it and they're like, what? Yeah. I love that they brought that back in Force Awakens. That's a that was a bold move. <laughs> right. It's like it's the fastest ship ever. It's made the Kessel Run in twelve parsecs. Uh, yeah. Which, okay. Have you ever been to a drag strip? If that's, every car you see looks like a bucket of bolts. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, but all these super sleek. Imperial Star Cruisers look, like, awesome, and then they go, like, four feet per hour if they're not in light speed. 
Battle of Hoth is one of the best, though. Mainly because oh, yeah. you finally got to play it in Battlefront eventually. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> That's a good well, Battlefront level. What I never realized is, like, just how much... Because I, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. Like, I've seen um, all the other ones more recently, obviously, except Jedi, Return of the Jedi. But, like, when I saw The Last Jedi, I did not realize how much this or The Last Jedi mirrors this movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, down to, like, Leia using Force powers. Yeah, in the training scenes. Right, and yeah. well, they, they uh-huh. redo the whole Battle of Hoth just with sand and salt. 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 Yeah, salt and red blood. Red-colored salt. But it's the same It's the same scene, right down to, like, Vader landing and thing and, and, and the AT-ATs. AT-ATs? STs? What? I'd never get them right. The walkers, the AT-ATs. Yeah. The big ones, the AT-ATs. Yeah, okay. The little baby ones, the AT-ST. Yeah, the AT Street. Yeah. And the snow speeders. Snow speeders are cool. I like the snow speeders. They make the like different noise. Yeah. And when you fly them in the video games, they feel lighter. They look lighter. They, oh, what a grand creation. When Dak just got and murked I, and Luke had to go Watching it this time, I forgot how much time portion of the movie was spent on Hawk. It felt like a long time in the beginning. Like it was a long battle. Yeah. Yeah, they spent a good amount of of time on the movie. Or on the the planet in the movie. It's over halfway through the movie when we meet Lando. And that was why I made that comment earlier. It was like, what? It's like, you're wrapping it up. and I mean, it's barely halfway through, over halfway through. But it is at like the hour, ten minute mark when when that character's introduced. It's your your mind misremembering it because you've seen the newer ones and the prequels so recently. And it's like the prequels are all over the place. Like, they, they jumped so You know it's so all over many... the places. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, the prequels are all over the place. Rogue One is all over the place. There's, like, a hundred planets you never heard of, and, like, there's internment camps, and... Well, in this movie, it felt like it's not all over the place, but it's it's back and forth a lot, but maybe there's mm-hmm. only two or three places. That's what I'm saying, but is the there's, pacing. like, two locations. Yeah, and the pacing seems so fast throughout the whole movie. Like, something is always happening. Oh, yeah. Because this is, like, the first Star Wars movie was, like, three days long. You don't realize it watching this, but this isn't that much longer. You know, it's like like a week maybe. Um, except, much like the training scenes in the Last Jedi, I don't know how long Luke was on Dagobah. Right, and that's something that a little bit irked me with this because he's leaving and he's telling Yoda, "But I've come so far." But I felt like you've only been there like two days. How, <laughs> right. how have you come that far? <laughs> right. right. Well, that's the thing is you've got to believe that like, and and this one does it even worse than the Last Jedi because in the Last Jedi. Uh, Ray, you know, just kind of starts there on that island, and and there's no real like hard date for when she goes there. As opposed to in in this movie, Han and Luke leave at the same time. Right, but I don't know how long. Like when Luke shows back up. Nope, that's the wrong movie. <laughs> you getting mixed up? Because in the next movie, he goes back to Dagobah, and when he comes back, he's like, "I'll join that mission." How long was it that they were sitting there? Waiting for him to come back. Well, how but long that's... was Han sitting on the asteroid is the real question. Yeah. It couldn't have been that long because the that's what I'm saying worm is, monster. And he goes to he goes to the uh, to Bespin and gets, like, taken prisoner almost immediately. Right. And they only sat on the back of a Star Destroyer for probably a couple hours. Yeah. Right. They were still in the cockpit. Right. Right. Exactly. That they, was they a genius move. Well, it was a genius move, except that's that. That, to me, is the deus ex machina. Not not Lando. Django. No. Boba Fett in this movie is the deus ex machina. That he. he we being like. That he just pops out of the back of the thing and it's just like haha i knew you were there all the time no you didn't well yes he did he learned that trick from when obi-wan did it in episode two that's why he knew to look there right but we didn't know that but neither i mean even if they weren't there he should at least try it and then go to his plan b right if they weren't there yeah but why would he get ejected out the garbage chute like whose idea was that why would they have thought of that why was that even a contingency i think they because darth vader says use any means necessary i guess i think he was just like you know, know what i'm going with the yeah trash. he just gets on the horn and says yo Captain Nina, give me access to the <laughs> Captain Nina. You're so 
Where? Because <laughs> I watched it just last night. I, I watched it today. Does Captain Nina get uh, promoted to admiral at any point? Because everybody else does. It's so funny. <laughs> it's it's just, literally like three or four it times. Never, it, it never failed to make me laugh every time. It's like a, That's a well-constructed joke. that he just keeps going, yeah. yes, admiral, don't <laughs> fail me again. Oh, my gosh. I love Star Wars. <laughs> What did you think about the Yoda reveal? I loved Yoda in this movie. I loved him too. I loved how he set himself up, just like being this kooky little green alien. And then it's like, oh yeah. Well, you really get the point that Yoda's been like real isolated for a while now. Right. Oh yeah. He hasn't seen another another person in 20-something years. And the only gossip he's ever wanted to talk about was that... The Clone Wars, like... The whole, well, the, the whole Jedi Wars, thing, and that, and that Anakin Skywalker has a son, and who lands on his planet? Anakin Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> you know, like I, I mean, of course, the Force wills it, so it shall be. But like, with his nasty food. Yeah, and Yoda's just like <laughs> Yoda's like, oh my god, another person. I can talk to somebody. And so he comes off as this crazy, weird guy. Right. And he puts him... It's kind of like a test. Do you think Yoda would have recognized R2-D2? Yeah. Do you think he did? Like, based on this movie, do you think he did recognize R2? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Because th- the other movies were planned out by this point. Like, George... Yeah, this, so I yeah. think... This was in George Lucas said nine... he was going to make eight sequels. Right. So he was going to do five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. Originally, yeah. And then Disney was like, yeah, but how about money? And he was like, well... Yeah, Disney was like, maybe <laughs> you don't front your own money this time. And he was like, okay. And they're like, oh, by the way, this is ours now. <laughs> He's like, what do I do? And no, they're like, we're gonna go make home. Billions. Go home, buddy. No, they let him work on Clone Wars for two more seasons. He's still part of that? So he was part of that? <laughs> <laughs> Over now. <laughs> but yeah, he did the last he did all the seasons of Clone Wars. He was like in the like present at time of recording, which is weird because whenever I watch those movies and those shows and stuff, I'm always like, I mean, yeah, this is canon, but like, is it? It's not canon canon. Uh, right. Like, like, it's not Star Wars gospel. The gospel. He knows. <laughs> I listen to the pod. Uh, the gospel. <laughs> but like, did Anakin really have an apprentice between two and three? Nah. 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 But like, Lucas was there, man. He says it. Right, but, but just like, watching the movies, it never makes any sense. At some point. Right, because then you're you, supposed to be like, episode three, they're just buddy buddy right. and that's why they're doing missions together no no it's not how it works like you wouldn't get a padawan if you weren't a jedi master and they were like we, you're on the council but we don't grant you this greg pass i think you get a padawan if you're a knight yeah you do so. yeah i think so well you do anakin got a padawan like that happened <laughs> i'm wrong but defend yourself <laughs> I don't necessarily have a defense. It just it makes sense to me. Like you're not gonna just give because then you have you'd have everybody being trained by the same like seven people. Right. I always thought it of like there's the knights, which is just like the main core of the Jedi, and you got just a few masters that call the shots. The council. Well, it's like yeah. knight, they, knights. Knights have squires, and those squires become well, and knights. I think, I think what throws me off is the casual way that non-Jedi talk to Jedi and are always like, "Oh, Master Kenobi, Master Skywalker," and he's like, "General Kenobi." Gen- Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> 3PO! <laughs> How do you keep so accurate. doing that? <laughs> it's, it's right here is where it is. <laughs> How much are you just shouting yeah. out of your nose? It's it's entirely in the throat. Is it's it? not in the nose at all. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll, be, you'll be sitting in your bed tonight like, 3PO! <laughs> it's cool. I can't even make a TIE fighter noise. I love the TIE Fighter noise. I, oh, my gosh. That's something I noticed in this movie, though, with sound effects. As any Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah they always win for that. Yeah, it's just <laughs> incredible. Especially, like, 1980, though. 1977. All, you know, it's so awesome. 
Well, I, I, I mean, it's and it's not. Well, the thing is, it's not any different than uh, than it was, or it's not any different now than it was then. Like you, you look at the people who do sound design now, and they're still just sitting in a room like full of stuff. Watching the movie, just like, okay, well, this is going to be made by uh, garden hoses, sand, <laughs> and we're going to fill a garden hose full of bees. And uh, the what's sound- the? You, you said you found out the sound for the Tie Fighters. The what sound is for it? the Tie Fighters, and I did end up going back and posted putting this in to the, the other episode. But the the Tie Fighter sound is made by uh, baby elephant trunk noises, and then a car driving down the road fast in the rain combined together. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what that's makes what the I TIE Fighter done. screaming noise. I, I did it wrong. That's not what a TIE Fighter sounds like. I couldn't be a TIE Fighter. I could be Luke Skywalker, though. Yeah, and the guy that did you that is... the video games. <laughs> the guy that did that is uh, Ben Burt. He's the sound designer for Star Wars. All, all, the I first three Star Wars movies, uh, E.T., WALL-E, and Star Trek. He's got some credits. Yeah. Those are some good credits. Star Trek, like Chris Pine Star Trek? Yeah, Star Trek, the first one of those. Uh, the lightsaber hum was like a... Like a film projector mixed with something else, like a chainsaw. I think I have heard that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the 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 like the actual the, the just general noise is like a humming film projector run through like a guitar amp, and then when it makes the zoom noises, it's uh, there's something they added to it. Like revving up a chainsaw. It's, yeah, it's something like that. I can't remember exactly. But yeah, they they great job with that. Just all of the sound effects in these these movies are excellent. Speaking of lightsabers, we had our first real lightsaber battle, I would say. I mean, Obi-Wan had his little thing with Darth Vader, but that... Yeah, but that was like the... That wasn't like fight to the death like this is, kind of. Right. And and they both get, like, angry. I don't think I realized, and I've been watching uh, Return of the Jedi as well, but in 5 and 6, the lightsaber battles are more passionate than I remember. Like, the choreography is obviously nothing like it was in 1, 2, and 3, because that those were just insane. Uh, but it is, like, congruent, I think, with 7 and 8 in that, like, lightsaber seems heavy and it's a clunky weapon. And, like, when you hit a baseball with a baseball bat, it bounces. But when you hit a thing with a lightsaber, you just go straight through it. Like, the only thing it bounces off of is another lightsaber. Uh, which I think adds like an interesting dynamic to the way that they fight like when Vader's throwing all the stuff at him and he's like whatcha whatcha well and he really rips Luke's hand off like that is a violent motion that he does yeah it's like whatever yeah I think do you think he's careful to be like I don't want to break that sweet saber though Gotta get I that think to he's Mas. more like I don't want to kill my son but I want to maim him <laughs> <laughs> maim my child Look, I got my arm like cut it. off by an evil Sith I'm gonna cut my son's arm off you know He's he when he Twinning. joins the dark side. <laughs> he when he joins the dark side is gonna cut some other poor unsuspecting fool's arm off. It's gonna be a good time. Like grandfather, like father, like son. It'll be great. Has Ben Solo cut any arms off? I guess he's not. Well, he wasn't thought he, of yeah, then. Grandchild. Right. Well, you said like grandfather. Anakin doesn't have a father. No, Anakin, Luke, and then Luke's son. Oh, Luke's Luke's later son. Who would have? I know that there's like some legends info and stuff on this, but who would Luke have even had a child with? I don't know. Like the only I mean, female, I think that's the point. Right. The only female is his sister, right. Mon. Mon <laughs> Mothma. And Luke's supposed to be like, as we see, like in the Last Jedi and stuff. He's gone. You know, for a while he was full Jedi. Yeah. Like not gonna. Like he he was the Mister Jedi. Right. Right. He was he was following teacher's the rules. pet. I Jedi. shall take no wives and own no lands. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? It's the uh, it's part of the Night's Watch uh, code. So, what don't you like about this movie? 
either of you. C-3PO. Yeah. It's the worst. I, yeah. I, mean, I, I like kept him when trying I was to do all this comedic stuff, but I'm like, you're just dragging me down. He's dragging you down. And I think I think Lucas knew that it was a fail, too. And I think if you watch Jedi after this, 3PO's jokes get a lot better. Although, well, Return of the Jedi so is just nonstop hilarious. I understand C-3PO now in the first movie. In, in in a new hope because I've I like I've done the research on it now that I didn't do beforehand because I'm a bad podcaster, but I understand right. now that R2D2 and I didn't know this R2D2 originally spoke. Okay, like the whole movie was I filmed with R2D2 saying words. Oh, that would have been terrible. And then they were like, "No, this is awful," and they just didn't do anything else. They just dubbed over his beeping. Well, that makes sense. So, like, C-3PO is literally having half a conversation. And it works for him a little bit, but it makes sense that, like, you know, it's not the greatest writing because it's only one half of a, of a dialogue. Right, and it's not like Han and Chewie where, like, Han's response is expositional. Right, it's designed like that. Like, it's like it's kind just of explains what Chewie's saying in his response. Yeah. Well, but that more, I mean, it explains it for A New Hope. And that's what, that was the point I was making is, like, A New right. Hope gets a pass. Yeah. This one doesn't. It's, because you could have yeah, you could have used that that you know you could use that that so, fact to give them some meaningful dialogue together in the same way you do Han and Chewie, but they didn't. They just continued down the same road of like C three PO is just a huge dick. Well, and the other thing is like like you said in last week's episode, which obviously you haven't heard yet because it's not out. But <laughs> um, like we don't need a second set of characters who we only understand half of. Like we have Han and Chewie, right? And it's why do we need hilarious when Han and Chewie 3PO do it, and, right? All C-3PO does is complain for for eight movies so far. He gets himself into trouble. He gets himself blown up. Yeah, completely blown up by the stormtroopers. And I was like, oh, good. Like, and and really for no reason at all. It didn't serve any plot point, I don't think. I think... I think it could have. I think they could have been like, "Where's C-3PO?" They did and when instead, they were they were worried about it, it, but it didn't serve a purpose. Like, like they just, oh, now we're in jail and we have him. Okay, yeah, yeah, and we got him back. I did like the C-3PO think, and Chewie thing, where Chewie's like trying really hard to get C-3PO back together. C-3PO is like not, happening. and then he puts him back together backwards. He puts I, the head on the wrong way. It was still the for me that was the most glaring mistake. Yeah, I was like. I it's just C- lines. just 3PO. Yeah. Did you know that it's spelt out like C 3PO? Like it's not C the number 3 the letter P the letter O or the number 0. Like it's spelt out T H R E E P I O. I did not know that. Yeah, an A R T O O. Yeah, for R2. I didn't know that either. The re- they said the reason they did that is because when you write a script, you want it like oftentimes they'll make phonetic changes so that you can get an idea of the runtime based on the length of the script. But then when they started making toys, they were like, well, it's only ever been written down as, like, A-R-T-O-O. But obviously, that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. But it's also never explained what an R2-D2, like, would stand for. So, when you buy the original R2 toys, they say, like, like astromech droid, in parentheses, A-R-T-O-O slash R2. Mm-hmm. He's an astromech droid. He's an R2 unit. That's explained in the episode one, The Phantom Menace. No, that's explained like in Midichlorians. That's explained in, in New Hope, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's in a New Hope. Yeah, when yeah, Luke's yeah. like, he, one of them says something about, oh, I'll take the Astro Droid. I don't know why they were all not about. And then C three PO is like, I'm C three PO, human cyborg relations. I'm fluent in over two million forms of communication, but I can't speak Imperial Probe uh, Droid. But I can speak Moisture v- Evaporator. <laughs> yeah, long as you've talked Moisture Evaporator, we're good. <laughs> 
but he can't. Sorry, not evaporator, just evaporator. Make sure it speaks bocce. <laughs> oh, Dini. Make sure it speaks bocce. <laughs> Peru. <laughs> It really is in the throat. This is just going to be us quoting <laughs> have Star you seen, Wars. Have you seen the, uh, I don't know if it's like even a meme or whatever, but it's like how the, the droid that short circuits like save the galaxy. What? <laughs> when they're at like the droid, droid auction. The, the droid auction, but the Jawa's the one that just gets three the steps. The one with the like, bad motivator or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, if this guy hadn't sacrificed himself, <laughs> they never... would have never gotten the never gotten R2 and 3PO. I love... <laughs> Luke you, would have never gotten I R2. Think, he would have just stayed on Tatooine. Yeah. R2 would be in a junkyard somewhere. <laughs> right. Rotting away. I never thought of that. Do the scream again. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> this droid has a bad motivator. <laughs> Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen. <laughs> oh, man. He's just going to be us laughing and quoting the movie for two hours. Like, Welcome to Bacon today. <laughs> A little bit of basketball conversation. Get your NBA fix. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. There's not much bad to say about this movie. Like, like, yes, yeah, the review is the worst. We can all agree oh. on that. <laughs> but me that, doing that noise fucked it's... up my microphone a little bit. It like turned my because you know, I automatically adjust the recording level. It turned it all the way down. <laughs> it's like, don't do that again. Uh, you go over there and think about what so, you've done. Like, yes. Yeah, so but there's a reason it's commonly accepted as the best Star Wars. There's not that much to fault about it. No, yeah. Have you seen The Force Awakens, though? Dude, it's not better than Force Awakens. You're correct. You're right. It's not better than Force Awakens. <laughs> Force Awakens is better. Force Awakens is so good. Um, Chris, are you in favor of The Force Awakens or not? Like, did you mean to say that? <laughs> no, I, I like The Force Awakens. I don't think it's better than... I don't really think it's better than any of the old movies. Oh, it's better than Return of the Jedi. Ewoks. Ewoks, Chris. I'd say it's, like, same level as Return of the Jedi. Ewoks, Chris. Oh, man. <laughs> Ewok, okay, whatever. But I love the Ewoks. As a kid, so, you know, they're, they have I a love special Jar Jar Binks. I will take Ewok. I will take Porgs over Ewoks. Nah. I will take Porgs every day of the week. Just they don't the, do anything wrong. The Return of Jedi is so satisfying in its like ending and and it's it's really really comical. Yeah. Um. And I think Return of the Jedi. Well, not Return of. The, I think on the Force Awakens side of things, which is also very comical. Like Poe Dameron has a good level of humor to the first lines in the movie. But uh, Force Awakens, I think, is... I have a different idea on how to watch Star Wars every time we do this show. <laughs> I think... Now I think you start with Force Awakens because it does a really good <laughs> you job. You start with Force Awakens. What? It does a really good what? job of, of explaining the importance of the plans. The plans, That's... okay? The BB-8's no. got the plans. Okay? No! And then you watch you... Rogue One. You watch me, New the Hope. Force Awakens... You watch A New Hope first. But The Force Awakens to me is just like a really well done facsimile of the of A New Hope. What a word! Wow. Wrong. That's the word of the week. True. New Goodbye. segment, Bacon and Eggs Word of the Week. Facsimile. <laughs> now let me look up the definition of that word and make sure I got it right. <laughs> you did. You did. It's, it's, it's a really good photosynthesis of... <laughs> <laughs> I photosynthesized that. <laughs> I was talking to somebody and I was like, I was like, I, I love a good charcuterie. And they were like, I don't know what that means. Is that like cheese and salami and hummus on a plate? And I was like, that's an incredible guess for somebody who doesn't know what that means. <laughs> and Ty goes, if I said photosynthesis, would you have given me the same definition? <laughs> that's amazing. How did you do that? It's a standby definition for words he doesn't know. Right. <laughs> Must mean meats and cheese. Oh my God. <laughs> So what's your favorite part of this movie? Let's get back to that question that we never answered. Yeah. 
So facsimile, right. what does that mean? It's a copy. Copy, okay. It's, it's, what, it's what fax machine is short for. Oh, look at you. I There's no know. fax machine in my Y'all didn't business, know that? So I, don't, I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No. But I mean, that. it's a really well done copy of A New Hope to me. With like minor alterations for different character development. We'll see. We gotta watch it here in a couple weeks. You think? <laughs> oh yeah, you guys haven't gotten to that one yet. Yeah. I've I've been reading on Twitter as far as Star Wars news goes that Last Jedi is better on Blu-ray. It shouldn't be any that, different. Like, people who people who watch it a second time on Blu-ray are like, you know what? A lot of the things I was upset about, I'm not that upset about, and a lot of the things I like, I like a lot. I think Last Jedi will get better with age. Well, because a lot of people th- just got really upset about it for dumb reasons, right? Well, like yeah, I got out of the theater and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen, and then I took like a huge dip and I was like. I don't think it was that good. And you good. bought into the internet. I know. I was like, I don't. I don't think it was. I got into the group think. Yeah, the, the <laughs> echo chamber, and I was like, I, I don't understand the complaint about porgs. Like, I don't see what the nah, problem to is. To me, they're just kind of there. Yeah, it's they like, weren't whatever. like a plot point well, or anything. They so, were just like, do you know what the thing. deal with the porgs was? No, they're just. I mean, I know why they, they were the puffins. On yeah, the they were just on, they're on, just skinned over versions of the like terrestrial animals that were already there. Birds. Yeah, and yeah. they couldn't like they were birds. an endangered species oh. or whatever. They couldn't move them off the tiny island. They were just like, all right, you got porgs. Yeah, porgs now, but like there was the, the ones in the Falcon and stuff. Right. Well, those were added to, to to give it that. you know relevance to the story. Right. But they weren't like they didn't get in the way. There were no no. They shouldn't like piss anybody off. It was just right. These are things. It make the kids laugh. Yeah. They're fun. You sell toys. Whatever. Right. Yeah. These are still on some level kids movies. Uh disagree. This is war is not for they're, children. They're everybody. They're everybody movies. movies but that's the thing is, much. like, they are family movies. Right. It's like this isn't gonna yeah. be Saving Private Ryan in space. Though I would love a Saving Private Ryan Star Wars. Uh, Rogue One is. Rogue One could. It tells you the nitty gritty from like the. It goes from like a stormtrooper perspective. The five zero first. <laughs> did you? Did you guys? It came out maybe when we were like twelve, but it was a version of Cops with stormtroopers. <laughs> it was called Troops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the whole thing that was like Uncle Owen and them were like, it was a domestic dispute. <laughs> <laughs> and like, <laughs> he uh, was Aunt Peru. Yeah. She came <laughs> out with a thermal detonator or something. Oh my God. And the, the whole reason they were dead was because of like a domestic dispute. That's amazing. Like, storm, the stormtroopers were trying to calm it down. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That's amazing. <laughs> but it rides around with a stormtrooper on the force for a day. So just <laughs> District 9. Yeah. I never saw District 9. Was that good? Yeah. yeah. It's a good movie. The campaign from Battlefront 2. Neil Blomkamp. Yeah. Vickis van der Marder. Director. Wow, you guys know a lot about District 9. That's a good 9. movie. I just know the director. So it's been out for like 10 years. Do you know who directed this movie? George Lucas. Irvin Kirshner. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ty wins. Oh, yeah. yeah. We just did a I, trivia on this. I couldn't <laughs> remember then. I can't remember now. Irvin Kirshner. He sounds like a composer. <laughs> Part of the reason it's so much better. Yeah. 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 Lucas is a garbage director. Yeah. He's really a garbage story writer altogether. But he made a cool world that I fell in love with. Well, and I think this movie had, if I remember correctly, a, like kind of a team of writers on it. Teams! That, yeah, that didn't always let Lucas have his way. And that's, that's why we got best. a lot better movie. George Lucas needs yeah. somebody just around to be his guy he bounces ideas off of. Because, you know, he was sitting there and he was like, you know, what if between two and three, Anakin had an apprentice? And he needs somebody there Never. to just be like, George, plot. George, <laughs> plot. <laughs> Well, actually, one of the things I love about this movie is that we spend so much time off the plot. Like, we get to... There's a lot of 
little scenes in between that are just like living in the Star Wars universe. Well, and that's why it makes it such a great middle chapter. Right. Because we're just developing stuff. Right. And like there's still big reveals and monumental events, but we already know there's going to be a third movie. Right. And this is just to flesh people out. It's it's yeah. the best Star Wars in the same way that The Two Towers is the best Lord of the Rings movie. It's right. like it's just pure existence. You don't need a beginning. You don't necessarily need an end. Well, and like it, it's got battles throughout it, but it's like Return of the King is just a bunch of build up to this big old battle and last uh, return of the jedi is a bunch of build up to a battle with ewoks <laughs> ewoks and admiral snack bar i've got thoughts on admiral snack bar but we'll talk about that next week um rest his soul sure he did people were super he mad did. about people that in last Jedi. y'all cared too much about this minor care whatever <sighs> this was, it's a trap. genius <laughs> admiral <laughs> wait look like the they're handing out admiral that admirals right die in this movie <laughs> They're handing out admiralties left and right in this movie. Exactly. Anybody, you you could be an admiral. You could be an admiral. Everybody's (laughs) an admiral! But there's a lot of, like, living in the Star Wars universe. It's like, you know, you get to see Han and Leia's relationship really starting to develop and... You know, they've there's this, this, this scene on Bespin where where she's like, "I love you," and he's like, "I know." And you're like, "What a scene!" He's such a scoundrel. He wants okay. what he can't have. I just got a lot less terrified for Solo while I'm sitting around thinking about this movie because you know we what? watched that trailer today and and there was that whole scene in the trailer talking about uh, where where Han's like talking to Chewbacca and he's like, "When did you learn to fly?" 190 years old. <laughs> and in my mind. That was just, like, part of this movie. Like, I almost just said it like it happened in Empire. I know it didn't, but I'm less scared for Solo now because that's, like, enough of a Han Solo thing to say that it it made me think it happened. I'm optimistic. I think the writing in the Solo movie can be great. I think they can do everything else right, but the acting just has to be Well, and that's what's the problem with Rogue One. They can be these characters. Well, and that's the other thing is, like, expectations for Solo, I feel like, are at an abysmal low, right? Like, people are upset about Last Jedi, for the most part. And people did not like Rogue One, for the most part. I know ye listeners probably like, excuse me, Rogue One is a cinematic masterpiece. I liked Rogue One a lot. Yeah. Well, and it's entirely possible they just made up rumors about Solo to lower people's expectations for it. That seems like a conspiracy. That seems counterintuitive. Yeah. I but love a good I think conspiracy. Expectations, <laughs> expectations are everybody put low. your tinfoil hats on. <laughs> Disney is trying to tell us Solo's gonna suck. Let me tell you what Walt Disney has to say about the universe. Let me just tell you. <laughs> but I think I think it's gonna be good. I think uh, well, I, I just said that. But I'm nervous. I'm so nervous. It was like Ready Player One where I was like, this is going to be a dumpster fire. This is going to be so bad. Everybody's going to hate it. Nobody's going to see it except me. I'm going to cry and it's going to be bad. And I went into the theater and nobody was there. And I was like, yep, this is how it goes down. (laughs) This is how I end. This is how democracy dies. Thunderous applause. But it ended up... It ended up being pretty good. I think, it, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Is Parzival explains in the book that uh, many people have tried to retell his story and they do it wrong. The movie's just one of those examples. <laughs> Except this doing. is the actual account taken from the Journal of the Wills. What? Oh, you're talking about Star Wars? Yeah, talking about Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back so good. I was talking about Ready I know, but I'm just saying, like, you can't get this. This is the definitive account. I know. This of is what happened a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. You know what I think makes it better? Billy D. Williams is freaking... what makes it better. Oh, so good. Who's Billy D. Lando. It's Lando. Oh, yeah. Smooth. So smooth. <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> I had a jazz professor in college who looked just like he Lando. He really did. Mustache he and really everything. He really did. What was that guy's name? <laughs> 
Eldon Sully. Yeah. You can Google yeah. him. Man. And he was a jazz professor. Like, he was like, hey, guys. He arrived right before you did, Han. <laughs> nothing, nothing I could do. He just do. whips out his Kango beret and puts on a pair of sunglasses like, this shit, I'm out. <laughs> well, I feel for Lando, too. They're, they're oh, really, yeah, he's, he's running this mining colony. Yeah, he's, he's out here, he's out here like, avoiding the Empire, and Darth <laughs> Vader shows up, and he's just like, Do you think Vader told him? Was he am like, I going to get my way out of this one? And then Han Solo shows I up, think, and he's like, got it. I th- well, I think what happened was Vader showed up, and he was like, listen, somebody's about to land. I need them. Yeah, and Lando exactly was exactly what I say. Yeah, and Lando was like, okay, cool. You can have whoever lands. I don't care. Just right, because you can see that people. in the first scene when he... Han gets out of the ship and and he's just and like, he's like you how dare you come back, come back here? here? And you can almost see a right. little bit I of like really get f- back on your ship. Right, right. But then he kind of has to do a double take in his mind and he's like, well, I'm gonna die if he gets back on the ship, and all my people are gonna die. And eventually he has enough. And what's the Pharaoh thing? Let my people go. Yeah, yeah. What is that from? <laughs> it's from the Bible. Yeah. No, I know, but there's like a, <laughs> you know. Exodus. <laughs> Let my people go so that they may serve. Uh, right, Exodus? Like a, yeah. 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 With the it's plagues and yeah. 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 There was like a Rugrats episode or something about that. Let my babies go. Yeah. <laughs> Reptar! <laughs> Reptar, fun fact, was voiced by uh, Buster Rhymes. <laughs> no the way. rapper, yeah. yeah. I think it was just in the movie. <laughs> I don't think Reptar normally had a voice. I think he just—he didn't have an. He just like. Yeah, no, rah! the voice were Buster Rhymes though. Like, Dude, what do you think Busta was doing? Was he making, just like I could making be them dirty rap songs? A voice actor. Was he singing dirty rap songs back Busta then? Busta Rhymes? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. How long has he been a in the while. game? He's pretty old. Is he? Yeah. I don't, dude, I, By I the don't time the he came around in that Chris Brown song, he was like, it was like, oh, Busta's back. All right. Has he always been doing that? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Double tonguing? That's what they call it, I think. Triple tonguing. Are you about to school me on Buster Rhymes? Uh, We've been he's all 45 over years the place. old. Fun fact. Been active since 1989. <laughs> 1989? Yeah. He was basically in Star Wars. Yeah, almost. Just 10 years. So, has more time passed from... I think more time has passed from Return of the Jedi... Less time has passed from Return of the Jedi to Phantom Menace than Phantom Menace. What? What are you now. talking about? The lapse in time between Jedi and nineteen Menace. years between those. Right, it was only ten years between and, Revenge of the Sith and. Um, yeah, and it's been nineteen yeah. years since Phantoms. Thirty-eight years of Star Wars. What year did Jedi come out? Eighty-three. No, Jedi came out. Oh, in I'm sorry. What are you talking so about? Wait, three years. Sixteen years. Oh, this movie came movies. out in eighty. I don't. I'm, the numbers are all messing me up. There's a bunch of movies, and they're like four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, three point nine, seven, three, forty-one years since. Um, <laughs> A New Hope. Oh my gosh, I'm not 41 years. I'm not even close. What? How old are you? You're 25, Tyler. We're all 25. I know. I know. Oh, you just turned 25. I want to talk about Dagobah in the evil place. What do you think of that scene? What do you make of that? There's so many things to How did he fail? What was his failure? It looks like you... Leota's like, failed you did in the dest... He kills him. Good. Without trial. He's Darth Vader. No trial. Count Dooku. That's the whole point to defeat him, I guess. Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi was like, that was a great idea, son. You should have definitely killed Count Dooku. He was a bad man. Really proud of you, boy. No. I mean, he sees, obviously, it's like his head in the helmet, right? Yeah. So he sees what he, like, him and Vader aren't too different. I think he kills him and then sees that he's going to become him. Yeah. That if he goes through with that, that's what happens. Right, like fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, and hate leads to the dark side. But I don't know how he would have passed. Yeah, what was the... <laughs> let Vader kill you. I, how do you pass that trial? I know you're not supposed to take a light, like, weapons. 
diplomacy. Less aggressive negotiations. <laughs> what exactly are aggressive negotiations? Uh, the regular negotiations with a lightsaber. With a lightsaber. <laughs> what? A- but that that scene when I, especially like when I was a kid, I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, even I, even I yesterday, really I was know. like, "What is going on?" Yeah, he goes in there and it's like slow mo, mm-hmm. but the sound is in regular speed. It's like, oh, okay, so it was slow mo for you guys too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. I just yeah. thought my stream was messed up. No, no, it's okay, slow-mo. cool. <laughs> Do you not own the no. movies? Oh, I own more than one copy of this movie, but only this one out of New Hope. I only have the Blu-rays. The rest, but that's the only part that was just like. I'm not sure what's happening or what I should glean yeah, from it's this. It's not a bad part. It's just... It's not. I mean, I it's like if you want to get really deep about it, but... Maybe you're supposed to use a blaster. How, yeah, how do you... How do you... <laughs> blast them? <laughs> roger, roger. How do you pass that? What's the win? What is the... I mean... Does so Darth Vader strike you down like he did Obi-Wan? I guess. You're just supposed to die. And then you become more powerful. You become a force ghost. Than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> But you wouldn't become a force ghost because Vader wasn't actually there. Right, but if that happened in the real life... just pop out of nowhere and be like, You did it! (laughs) (laughs) That was the fanfare from the end of Phantom Menace. You guys couldn't tell from my excellent singing. I just sung the Cantina song. I have no idea what the win is. I guess you're supposed to let Vader kill you. I really don't know, though. Right, like, and then... I think Vader even being there, because we see a little bit of this in Last Jedi, where we see, again, you know, like, when she goes into the dark place, she sees herself. And I think that's more of, like, passing. Now you're in Instead the of going into the place. dark place and going and seeing Darth Vader and then seeing yourself as Darth Vader. You know, it's like, that's the only conception he has for what evil manifests and looks like. And I think that's why we know that Rey's gonna stay good. Ray just wasn't, like, confronted like Luke was, though, in that thing. You but know? it's all in Luke's head. Like, that's, you right. know, like, Vader, we know Vader's not actually there. He doesn't go to Dagobah. So I think the fact that he, like, in his mind is, like, when he's free to create things with the Force, creates Darth Vader. Like, that's what his whole motivation with the Force is, is kill Darth right. Vader. Right, which is why when he sees, you know, in The Last Jedi, when he sees Leia do, or not Leia, sees Ray do that, he's just like, are you f-ing kidding me? You went straight for it. What do you mean? Flesh that when out. She, when she when she dives into the into the or no, and when she first goes to it in her mind, like to goes to the weird right. thing, and he pulls her out of he's just like, he's just like I'm not teaching you anymore. You're obviously evil. What are you doing? Like, well, you did the same freaking thing, bub bub bub, and you drank that weird blue milk from the straight from the teats, straight from the teats, <laughs> unpasteurized. <laughs> he was proud of it too. Uh-huh. And Carrie last week uh-huh. cracked me up with that. <laughs> Like, if I ever saw a farmer just drink unpasteurized milk directly out of the titty and then just stare me down like that. I had a good defense for that. What was my argument for that when we first saw it? I don't remember. You fought way more about the blue titty milk than anybody else in the world. I was I was I mean, pro blue titty milk. You gotta get your calcium. <laughs> I don't think I'm done with the blue blue milk fan service. Like to me, if I were to go to, like, a, if you were trying to woo me, if you were like, oh, this is Mr. Carlin, he's a huge Star Wars fan, and he's a he's big angel investor we might be getting like for Like, which fan service trope should we bring out this time? Right. <laughs> Not blue milk. And you brought me blue milk, I would be like, this is the dumbest thing you've ever done. You, do, you will not get my money. <laughs> what would get your money? I think if you, like, if you had to do, like, a Star Wars reference to get me to give you my money... 
I think you, if you just do the subtle stuff, if you put like a like a porg in the corner or something. Like I loved like in Rogue One where you just like brought some of the pilots from Episode Four, pilots, like just like little yeah, like give oh, the droids to Wedge Antilles. Yeah, right. Because um, that's just like actually, larger universe Dak, connecting with fan service. Almost definitely, you would have to walk in and the first thing you said to me would be like, "Emperor Palpatine's a genius, isn't he?" I'll be like, "Yes, yes, he is." <laughs> well, Tyler, tell me, how do you feel about Sheev Palpatine? You'd be like, "Done, <laughs> done." I'm in. <laughs> I'm so in. <laughs> Palpatine, the Star Wars. <laughs> he's got three of them. Starts as Senator Palpatine, and then he's Chancellor Palpatine, and then, and then he's the Senate. I am the Senate. And then he... <laughs> not yet. I think if that's the kind of fan service I want, I. But I'm a prequels apologist, Ethan. If 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 me if if my firm needs money from the Ethan Edgehill Foundation, what Star Wars fan service do I need to bring to dinner? Oh God, that's a big question. I just answered it, so no, I answered <laughs> you know, I for you. We're just thinking about. That's true. What? Okay, just in general, what fan service do we need to bring to the table? Like, do I need to walk in with like Frank Turner lyrics tattooed on my no. arm? I don't know. This is a weird question, man. Like, <laughs> imagine you're a gazillionaire. any of these things. Okay. I would feel like you're being disingenuous. It's like <laughs> this man researched. Me yeah, too it's much. like. I don't know. <laughs> Took it a step too far. I don't know. But I'm looking at Ty's Empire Strikes Back sweatshirt right now, and I'm noticing that Darth Vader is dual wielding <laughs> lightsabers. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Which at is all. the most anti-canon. Anakin has two lightsabers in uh, Attack of the Clones. And there were plenty of people For that like had two lightsabers. Thirty seconds. <laughs> and his apprentice has two lightsabers, and they're white. Yeah, but it's. It's not gospel. It's the TV show. <laughs> well, she has them in the book, actually, and then in Rebels. Chris, but not Chris is sitting over here like I can't f-ing believe they left the stupid TV shows in. <laughs> yeah. Who let this happen? And they took out Battlefront too. Like the five hundred first isn't real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever play uh, Republic Commando or whatever? Mm-mm. Did you ever play Jedi Knight Jedi Academy? Obviously, yeah. Duh. obviously. <laughs> Before we started tonight, I was playing Jedi Academy. What a great game! <laughs> That's not true. Man, the graphics really didn't hold up, but uh, the story, it's there, man. Yeah? Kyle Katarn. Oh, I remember that. Uh, What is your favorite thing about, like, if you were to say this scene is when I was like, you know what? I freaking love I swear to God, if you are, if you, did you just ask me what your favorite part of Empire Strikes Back is? How many times have I asked that question you haven't answered? Three. I don't know. Three is the answer to that number. So you go. What is your favorite part of this movie? I was going to tell you what another fan service wouldn't do it for me is. <laughs> I'll answer. <laughs> Chris, um, what is Ty's favorite part I of this think, movie? No, I don't know. Ty. Uh, I like, okay. I can, I can Ty like answer. Ty likes when Dak dies. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dak. I like, uh, I, I don't know that I can say this is my favorite, but I think this is the scene I remember most from being a kid. Is when they open the door on Cloud City, and like on the other side of the conference room, Vader's like sitting in the chair, <laughs> and like Han's like, pachoo, pachoo, and it's like, k-choo, k-choo. Yeah. really awkward lunch follows. Right. <laughs> oh, this isn't good. So um, <laughs> that is the most. I just love that he's sitting yeah, down, like like, like, he could, thing. like he could use a fork and knife and eat. Like mm-hmm. he's got a mask on. Yeah, that is that is the most anti-Vader well, thing for him to be. And doing. as the doors close, Vader just sits back down. <laughs> right. He's like, "Okay, time to break for brunch." 
Uh, I love that. But I and Boba Fett's in there. That was the fan service that doesn't do for me is Boba Fett. I don't care about Boba Fett. But um, he had like four lines. Boba uh, Fett just got turned into this like legendary <laughs> character who really never played any part. In, <laughs> yeah. You know. He was killed by a gaffy stick by a blind yeah. Han Solo. Yeah, his whole purpose is to, like, get Han Solo captured here. Right. Yeah, he's worth he's, a lot he's to just, be alive. They, I mean, yeah, he doesn't even have a name. He's just Bounty Hunter. They say his name in Empire. In, or in Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. Oh, and they but re-recorded all his lines all. with the guy from the prequels. I didn't know. That's that. a good move. I'm happy yeah, with that's that. that's smart. But my favorite part from this, it's got to be Vader reveal, I think, as father. No. Yeah. Oh, just because it's so monumental and gigantic pop culture. He told me yeah, you killed I him! Agree. No! Oh, that's not. This is not the same as the three PO thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different part of the voice. Different Luke. <laughs> not my Luke's car. Oh, I only support trash compactor. Do you stuff. do you agree with the jet? Like, and the more I watch these movies, the more I'm like, yeah, the Jedi aren't the good guys necessarily. They're just not. They're the, they're against the bad guys. You know, it's almost like any enemy of my enemy is a friend. Uh, but like. I don't know that I agree with Obi-Wan and Yoda not telling him the truth. You know, like, Obi-Wan goes as far as saying, like, your father's dead. He was killed by Darth Vader. And that's, well, like, he was. sort of true. Yeah, like, the whiny Anakin Skywalker becomes Well, Anna- Anakin Skywalker is sky. dead because he comes back as a Force ghost. After like how Vader they replaced... Dies. I'm happy with Hayden Christensen. Oh, my God, I hate Hayden Christensen being a Force ghost. I love it. He's. I hate it so much. It makes sense. He's who you know was Anakin Not Skywalker. that other random dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like, who the crap is <laughs> that? Where they just pasted Hayden Christensen's face over that guy? <laughs> I thought they, they... I think it's a full body. Yeah, it's, they can't be that hard it's to not, be like, hey, Hayden, can you stand still for a minute? Look at it again. It's not. It's the exact same, like... <laughs> it, they just pasted Middle his face age, over it. Yeah. Kind of overweight Hayden Christensen. <laughs> right, like, the, the robes like, are exactly the same. Like... Right down to the, like the fold. I I don't I can't remember the original version. Oh, I this. looked at two pictures last night. Oh, okay. Well, that'll do it. But because I I couldn't remember if if it was the original if the empire if the emperor was always like that and I was like there's no way it was like that so I looked up and there was this whole list of like everything they changed when they redid them. Well, he's he was always in episode six. Yeah. No, he just wasn't in five. And yeah. He didn't look like that. In six, I didn't realize the parallels from five and six with seven and eight. That like the first time the emperor shows up on screen, he's gargantuan in episode five. I think it's in episode five. Yeah, he's like on a yeah yeah. And same with Snoke in episode seven. He's like humongous and just a head. Yeah, he's a giant projection. Yeah, I didn't realize that when I first saw episode seven. I was like, wow, that dude's big. We got giant Jedi. Supreme now. leader Snoke, because apparently they're not giving yeah. out admiralties anymore. <laughs> Oh, there's General Hux, and he's doing a pretty decent job at his job. Doesn't seem like Kylo. General Hux really annoys me. Really? Yeah, it's just not. I thought it was just casted wrong. Domino Gleason. Yeah. Just he, like everything else, he's been like he, he's never been an intimidating figure. Right. He was in. He's like he's in about time as like a hopeless romantic. Yeah. Which is a hopeless romantic. And movie. he's just a Weasley brother, and he's a Weasley. Yeah. Yeah. He's Bill. Charlie's the Bill. oldest one, Bill. isn't he? Yeah. Who marries Fleur Delacour? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. He was and in Fred he's or in, Frank or whatever it is. I don't know if you guys watch Black Mirror. He's in yeah, one I've of those. Seen it. All I know is I'm... But he's just like... I, I have... Like Tarkin and stuff. Like those were guys that like were just like underlings, but they were intimidating. Tarkin looked like he could tell Vader what yeah. to do. I don't think... Like I... 
I know that Hux tries to tell Kylo what to do, but Kylo looks less intimidating than yeah, Vader. Yeah, Kylo is right? not as intimidating as like, Vader. And I feel like doesn't listen to orders from Hux. And that weakness on villains like annoys me with the new movies. When when Kylo Ren first took his mask off, were you like, who? Like, okay, kid. <laughs> like, who the heck are you? <laughs> it happened way too early in the movie. Right. Like, he was just immediately like, like oh, this thing is awful. It, Ray was like, take your mask off. Let me see who you really are. And he takes it off and is like, I didn't yes. help at all. Yeah. <laughs> like Scooby-Doo. It's like, who are you? <laughs> right. It was really this Ben guy. Solo all along. <laughs> this kid with the scar. I know we're getting off topic. Here's the thing about Empire. It's so good. It is it is so far the best one we've reviewed. I don't know that it'll stay that way. We take drastic views here on... You do love those Ewoks. It's not going to be Jedi. <laughs> it's not, Jedi's not what I have in mind. Um, it's going to be so Spaceballs. We gotta do space. I keep thinking about space ball. Once you watch Return of the Jedi and you like laugh through the whole thing, you realize how easy it was to write space ball. Return of the Jedi is just so not serious. Like, oh, it's a bigger Death Star <laughs> with the same flaw, except now you can fly into it. It's full of holes. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, God. Uh, but I feel like. Well, so what was your favorite part then? I, t- I like when they open the door and Vader's standing there. Is <laughs> that really <laughs> He stands up. <laughs> like, how could he eat? <laughs> you know, fork and knife? Um, no, I like the complexity of Lando's character a lot, where it's like, at first you're like, you rat, birch tree. And then, I try not to swear on the pod, but he's going to bleep that out anyway. So, you son of a <laughs> I love it when I can get time to swear, because he's so just like, like Mr. Old Footy Duddy guy. <laughs> this is okay so this is what i was gonna say what like anakin skywalker luke skywalker all sound like normal names in the star wars universe ben solo when they say that i'm like that sounds like something a teacher would read off a roster that sounds too much like a person's name like a normal 21st century person's name to me like like it's not like well, obviously you can't change a last name what would you change the first name to and obi-wan yeah, after obi-wan i guess you could name him obi-wan but that's a Duh. stupid name or kenobi solo or then you got two last names it's like ricky bobby <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like he would have been ben organa no han's the father right but leia's the stronger person there i don't know man so they hyphenate <laughs> solo benjamin organa solo <laughs> Like, is he Benjamin or is it just Ben? I would assume it's just Ben. Yeah, because I I wasn't like, I think George Lucas came to 21st Century or 20th Century Fox and was like, okay, so there's this kid, Luke Starkiller, and then he meets this old wizard, kind of like an old wizard. It's a Jedi, but for for this first conversation, we'll just go with old wizard. But a joke everyone He's an old space wizard. Right. We'll, we'll go with old space wizard named Obi-Wan Kenobi. And they were like, you can't have Obi-Wan Kenobi. You can't. That name's... I don't get it. Okay. Ben. <laughs> ben. Like, like what's, the most, what's the most normal name I could come You're at with? 11. Let's turn it down to 7. <laughs> right. We'll let you keep Kenobi. <laughs> right. And then he's like, okay, well, I'm going to do the Obi-Wan thing anyway. But... Well, and this, speaking of Ben Kenobi, this is our first Force Ghost yeah. in this movie, too. Ooh. From they came up Obi-Wan. With. It's yeah. a name I've not heard Tell in a long time. Go to Dagobah. <laughs> Luke, use the Force and run. Run to Dagobah. <laughs> At least they... You know what I don't get is that we get, like, apparition Force Ghost in this movie. 
Why could they like they got Qui-Gon's voice for Attack of the Clones when he's slaughtering the not just the men but the women and children too. <laughs> okay. Why couldn't they just get like I, at some point in the prequels give me a Force Ghost? That's what I wanted. We got him in the, we got Yoda in the sequels. I was about well, that. At the end of Revenge of the Sith, they were like they finally like figured out the Force Ghost kind of thing. I think he could have walked into a room and Qui-Gon could have been like Force Ghost in his ass in there. Sit. Well, Qui-Gon like, didn't like really know how to do it. <laughs> well, clearly, I want Qui-Gon to show up in a future film, but I don't think that's going to happen. Well, and it it irked me in this movie where Obi-Wan was like, I can't help you when you go face Darth Vader. Like, why? Well, what irks me about Obi-Wan and the Force Ghost is Luke is out here in the middle of the Hothian wasteland about to die. And Obi-Wan is just like, Luke, Luke, get up. Perfect time for some directions. You frozen <laughs> you got to go to Dagobah. Perfect. Like, this is a great world. time for me to tell you this. We're going to Swampland. I think what it is 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 Swampland. Luke, let's go. Park. Swampland. <laughs> Luke, I think why he shows up there as opposed to being like, hey, Leia, Luke's out in the... <laughs> right. Well, he's well, like, Obi-Wan knows he can't let Luke go out like this. Even just being like, right. Luke, he... are you going to be okay? Get to safety yeah he needs him too bad so he's like he's like when you're going you're in the line to go to the bar and your friend is really drunk you know you got to get it together man you got to get in just for a little bit get it together get it together man (laughs) and that's obi-wan helping out his 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 little bro we're going to dagobah (laughs) so that he can progress his story along but i think I think the reason he only shows up at those times instead of being like, hey, Leia, Luke's out there, like, and being just constantly helpful <laughs> is because I think he has to sort of be, like, summoned. So, like, Luke has to be in a state where he, like, is letting go of all of his anger and force right. focus. And then when it's on Dagobah, it's like, it's much easier for him to just show up because Yoda's there and there's the darkness cavern. Yeah. There has to be a force connection where right. he can actually do it. The midichlorians. <laughs> Otherwise, they do it all the time. Right, like, you know what? That's an excellent question. What do you Luke. think? Let's, what let's do you think Luke's midichlorian count was? I think forty thousand. If Anakin is twenty thousand, then Luke's forty thousand. And Ray, Luke's and not stronger than Vader. Solo. Though. What do you what 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 do you He's mean, Luke? What? Oh no. yes, he is. Yeah, he is. Luke. Yeah. Vader yeah. lets himself get killed. But Luke's stronger nah. than Vader. Maybe, maybe, maybe in in Jedi. Not in this movie. Well, no, not in this movie. No, he's still learning, but Anakin wouldn't have beat Darth Maul in Phantom Menace. Well, Anakin was like eight. <laughs> when Luke's like 18. Yeah, and they've had the same amount of training. Luke, you Luke's gotta think Luke's probably, probably 20, 21 at this point. It's been a year. Yeah. At least. He's 19, so now he's 20. Yeah. And there, d- correct no. me if I'm wrong, there's some serious time passage between this and Jedi, right? There needs is there, to be. Is there or is there not? Like, does it, it, I haven't seen Jedi in a long time. How much, how much time passage is a serious time passage? I don't know, like, years, a couple years. I think, th- like, yeah, I think Han is on the wall in Jabba's palace. For, for, a, for a while, while. yeah. I could be wrong. I know that somebody listening to us is like, yeah, it's three years, six months, and two days. And somebody else is like, no, obviously it was like three weeks later. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's Lando and Chewie are going out there. Like Lando is like seated as like a guard. guard. Yeah, like really quick. Yeah. So I just like, he's not going to stake out there forever to do it. And then, well, and Luke like shows up and he's like force choking people. So he's obviously been training a little bit. Like, yeah. He's got the whole like new ensemble on the, you know, the fall collection. Yeah. <laughs> the fall All black. Yeah. Okay. So this black is the new black. Green this is says the that black. it's not specifically stated in canon, but like legends canon makes it clear that there's five years between the destruction of the Death Stars and three years between Battle of Yavin and Battle of Hoth. 
This is only like two years later. So this would be three years later. Because I just, I literally just said Battle of Yavin and Battle of Hoth is three years apart. Those, wor- those words is... came out of my mouth, not seconds before you said, so this is two years later. Battle of Yavin is the first Death Star. Right, though, right? And then Battle of Endor is the second right. Death Star. Yeah. So that means there's two years between five and six. Because there's three no, you years. S- you just said you just Hoth. said this is three years la- or two years later. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Jedi. We're not yeah. there yet, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so Jedi is two years later. This has been three years, so Luke is twenty two. Oh Lukey Poo. And Luke had time to go build a new lightsaber. This is true. Do you think he does it on I know there's a book where he does it in Legends where he does it on some ice planet. Probably Hoth. I think. Not Hoth. Pretty icy planet. But it's not the only icy planet. Well, there's a whole Hoth system. It's probably cold as on all those planets. Why would you say that? Do you know how, like, solar systems work? Yeah. (laughs) The ones close to the sun are hot. The ones further away are cold. Well, I'm thinking that that if this is the habitable planet... Do you think of a Tauntaun native to Hoth is going to freeze at nighttime? I don't think the Tauntauns are native to Hoth. That any amount of jacketing up is going to solve, like, like... (laughs) Han's gonna survive. <laughs> the Tauntauns can't be native to Hoth. Like, you think they just shipped them there from, like, their last place yeah. or something. Tauntaun. They can't be native to Hoth, because otherwise they wouldn't die every night. Unless they just, like, got in a cave every night. Yeah, yeah but it I gets, mean, the, like, they didn't have heaters. Well, so, it still stays warm. You don't know that. You ever heard of an igloo? You can't Burn. understand what the The igloo stays warm because of the, the, the fire. No, it's because of the body heat. Whatever. Yeah, it reflects, like, yeah, it reflects heat inside. Okay, heat so heat. you think that all the Tauntauns have igloo-sized caves? I think Tauntauns are from Hoth. Here's here's what I'm saying is you can't understand the Wookiee language. Who's to say that the Tauntauns aren't like an equally developed species? species. That just dude, have you looked at a Tauntaun? <laughs> <laughs> the Wookiee speech at have least sounds like speech. The Tauntauns just like her her her. Wookiee speech sounds like <laughs> it's like. There's absolutely no way what he says translates into anything. Wookiees have, like, actual arms and can, like, use tools. The first Google autofill result when you search Tauntaun is Tauntaun's sleeping bag. We should buy those for the pod. This is a real thing. Do you, like, zip it out in the middle? And they have somebody dressed as Luke Skywalker sleeping in it. Like Hothlink? Luke just needs to focus a little bit more. Then he's got that Jedi thing down. Just be like, oh yeah, I'm like the most powerful Jedi ever. <laughs> right. I can do stuff. Well, Leia, I think, would have been too. Because she survives in the void of space. Well, and do you think... Because Yoda, like, refuses Luke initially. Yeah, and then he says there's another. Right. I think he was like, I wanted the other one. Like, this, this crap. This guy's kind of like... A little much. We sent one of them to live with the Organas and be like... Right. <laughs> in a safe... <laughs> Environment. Yeah. Became a diplomat and is useful. This guy's a moisture farmer. <laughs> this Tauntaun sleeping bag is three hundred dollars. <laughs> he, he probably doesn't even like sand. <laughs> got, probably just like his father. This isn't the one we've wanted. We sent him to live with the slaves. So yeah, he was probably like crap. We didn't get it. So you think Ledge could have just as easily become a Jedi? Well, I mean, like maybe Yoda just said, "There's Plan B. <laughs> <laughs> if this doesn't work, if Luke." Gets his head chopped off here. Right. (laughs) Or his hand. Or We got a plan B. Why is this Tauntaun sleeping bag $300? Because it keeps you warm until the shelter's up. You want to know know what fan service would work? Why didn't Luke have a shelter? That sleeping bag. Mr. Carlin, we'll give you this sleeping bag. Because he just escaped from the cave with like... Why didn't he just go back to the cave? Just stuff on his back. 
because he didn't want to have another <laughs> run with in. the Wampa. Just kill it. <laughs> and with the Wampa. He's got a lightsaber. Okay, this is an AT-AT made entirely of bacon. <laughs> Things they've been able to merchandise. <laughs> yeah, why does the why does the droid keep saying that? And why can't C-3PO understand yeah. it? Why does it need any vocalization? Like, <laughs> who is it communicating with? Like, that's supposed to be standing beside it. Right. <laughs> yes, sir. Like, yeah, why can't it just be a surveillance droid? It's just like, just send your message in quiet, bro. <laughs> I never thought of that. Watch, I can send an email. I never thought of that. That it's just sitting there going, man, man, man. I mean, our old computers. Made a lot of noise <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like the dial-up modems had to make noise. You just that was like how you they connected. Fan it. kick on. <laughs> okay, I would have accepted a fan kicking on. It doesn't mean you. <laughs> Note to self and post. Add that sound effect in a couple times <laughs> i think what gets me is that like it's making these noises and then you get a cut to the ship and they're like a probe droid found something on hoth and it's and still like, making the noises ah. it's still making the noises <laughs> and they're like well we sent a ton of probe droids out there it's probably nothing it's like what <laughs> what do you mean it's pro- at least <laughs> look <laughs> well, and that's like the first that's thing it sees that, is the shield generator that dies or not Emperor, that uh admiral dies is because vader's like <laughs> We're chasing down that lead. He's there. You're an idiot. Because the first thing it shows on the screen is the shield generator they're yeah, looking for. Could be smugglers. <laughs> right. So clearly they anything. can't even understand the... Like... <laughs> right. Which I can only imagine is probe droid for, Hey, the f***ing rebels <laughs> are is... here, bro. <laughs> this, this is the spot, guys. But I think I do understand why, why the... Why the uh, rebels would have been like, ah, oh, there's tons of meteors here. It's probably nothing. Like, I could see being. I mean, like, there's an asteroid field, like, next door. Right. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, Luke, even though, is like, even though he knows it's a meteor, well, knows. Even though he thinks it's a meteor, he's just, like, just gonna go check it out. What I would have thought is that they would have seen the giant Imperial Star Cruiser flying overhead. <laughs> and been like, is it flying overhead? Because yeah, it drops off the probe droid well, over when the planet. S- I, it was just kind of pooping him out. <laughs> Does it poop it out right over the yeah, planet? Yeah, that's like though? the first scene. Or does it? I mean, it's kind of like in A New Hope, where yeah. they're like, you know, that escape pod's got nothing in it, or no life forms anyway. Maybe <laughs> the Star Destroyer was so far away it was out of their scopes, because Vader gets pissed because they arrived too close to the planet, and then no, they, they actually arrived too far away from the, the ships are in orbit. No, he no, says, they're too close because then they are able to know the ships are there and they can put the energy shield up. And they do. Like that's what I'm saying. Is they're not close enough. They, they go too far away, but far enough away to be seen. Because he says they, that Admiral, Captain, General, whoever. Hux. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> Vader says that he jumped out of light speed too early. I thought he said too close. I'm pretty sure he said too soon. I'm not positive. This, uh, like 75% on that. Maybe he said too soon. I don't know. I just opened up my Google to look, take a look, and I'm still on the picture of the ATAT made of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's something we should sell. Getting to drop shipping some at ats. Bacon at ats. Bacon and eggs at ats. Do you know what drop shipping is? <laughs> I do know what dropshipping okay. is. We would just sell them for an upcharged price and then mm-hmm. buy them and then sell them and ship them. Yeah, that's not dropshipping. You tell the manufacturer to send one to this address kind of thing and buy it right. from them. Yeah. So that's what I said. Sort of. Only instead of using like a manufacturer, we just go to ThinkGeek. <laughs> know. I don't know if I'd technically call that dropshipping. I don't think we're getting them wholesale from ThinkGeek. <laughs> it's kind of just like an Amazon referral link. Yeah. You don't get them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get them wholesale when you dropship typically. You get them from... What's it called? That one website. <clears throat> AliExpress. Alibaba. Yes. <laughs> the same. <laughs> Everything I get drop shipped is from the 
manufacturer. That's wholesale. Well, that's just a normal store then. Anyway, we need to get to we, we have to, to cover to wrap up. Uh, we got to do a breakfast food, a villain ranking, an overall thoughts, and a and series a ranking. ranking. A series ranking. It's a lot well, of editing on this one. Not boys. really. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, no, this is gold. People love yeah. it when we veer off topic. We talked enough about Star Wars that people will love it, but we also talked another, enough about, like, basketball that people will love it. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh, what are the Houston Rockets? NBA 2K. 2K. Do people play that I still? play it. That's still a thing. 2K is pretty fun. Yeah, I, I, I play it. I don't know the rules. It's basketball. I don't... I don't I th- actually, I think I'm going to buy a gaming system because Sarah wants to play Spyro. <laughs> You're going to buy a PlayStation I'll probably Switch. buy a PlayStation. A s- PlayStation? I thought Spyro was a... You would think, Nintendo. but it's not. No. PlayStation. But there's a Spyro Skylander. I don't know. Yeah, Spyro... I know it's coming out on PlayStation. That's, okay. That's all Sean had Skylanders for the PlayStation. But Death Battle is doing... It's true. And Death Battle is doing a PlayStation mascots battle between Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. It may have already been done. I don't know. My money's on Spyro. I was a big, I was a big Ratchet and Clank guy. If we're talking PlayStation exclusives. I didn't have a PlayStation. Who voiced Ratchet? I don't know. Some woman. Ratchet is voiced is by it? a man who also voiced Obi-Wan Kenobi. Is it that guy? In Clone Wars. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> who would have known? Not me. Jonathan. Who would have thunk it? All right. So, Jack. villain ranking. Something. Who's the villain? Vader? Vader. Lord Father. I like Vader. Vader's good. He's, Vader's definitely good. So, our, yeah. our villain ranking is on a scale from Tommy Lee Jones in Batman Forever as Two-Face to Heath Ledger in uh, The Dark Knight as the Joker. Those are the best and worst villains of all time. I think he's closer to Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah. Vader, Vader's Tommy at his best in, in this movie. I. Yeah, this is peak Vader. Yeah, because he's a, he's a sniveling baby again and... Jedi. <laughs> and in my opinion, I think he goes above Heath Ledger, but that's just me. You can put him above Heath Ledger. That's just the, that's I the think scale. He's, just because Vader is the most one of the most iconic villains in film of all time. You know, it's interesting and, you say that because the Joker is well, one he of is the too, most iconic but villains. There's like, it's Darth Vader and then there's Heath Ledger's Joker. Right. Well, I think that I agree with Chris on this because Heath Ledger's Joker couldn't have happened without Darth Vader. No. You don't think? Why do you say that? Back that up. Okay. I'm curious. What's, I just, what's like, your reasoning here? You, you saying that threw me off. But, okay. Well, I, like, I don't see the connection, so just, I'm curious. Uh, because like, there, there weren't villains like that before Vader. Tarkin was like that. Okay. <laughs> there weren't villains like that before Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you had like Caesar Romero as the Joker. <laughs> that was forever ago. Yeah. What if Caesar Milan was the Joker? <laughs> the Dog Whisperer? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Calm energy. <laughs> Calm energy. Just let the dog know what you needed to do. Let the for- let the force know what you needed to do. Let the force know what you needed to do. Well, he's the Joker in this scenario, so oh, it'd be right. like, just kill the Batman. Just, just kill the Batman. Just, just calmly. Just kill the calmly kill the Batman. Assertive, but calmly. So I would agree that, that Vader's our best villain we've reviewed so far. Like, this Vader in this movie. This Vader, yeah. Not Rogue One Vader, not New Hope Vader, and not Jedi Vader. This Vader. And definitely not prequel Vader. No, <laughs> but slowly raises arms. It's Palpatine. Is the I agree with that. Over. Okay, moving but. on. This is the best Star Wars movie we reviewed. Okay, so that puts it at the best movie we've reviewed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. the only discussion that we did. Chat, chat. <laughs> I think yeah. So I was, I've been. You know, I've said multiple times on this show that A New Hope is my favorite movie of all time. 
And I think this particular viewing may change my mind on that. This might be the best movie of all time. And I don't know what that does to my top 10 favorite movies, but because this wasn't even in it. But it's so good. Well, when I took the Super Carlin Brothers movie bracket, mm-hmm. this ended up number one. Beyond We're a good ways into that right now when this, this is live. This ended up number one Who for do you me think well. is? But that's because I accidentally uh, lost uh, Force Awakens, which I do think is better. I'm gonna have a hard time. I think Force Awakens is a better Star Wars movie. I don't know that it's a better movie. I I would say the absolute opposite of that. I would say that Force Awakens is a better movie. This is a better Star Wars movie. I don't know. I like it feels uncomfortable to be to me to be like Force Awakens is better than Back to the Future. Force Awakens is better than Back to the Future. I just don't know. This is better than Back to the Future. Back to the Future, in your mind, is overrated. Disagreed it's my mind right but that's me disagreeing I with like your representation of back to the future there's a screw coming out of this table that i built it's it's still coming out yeah. it hasn't changed built is a stretch <laughs> i did build it helped build okay so we're <laughs> putting we're putting empire strikes back at our new number one all time yeah I can, i'm comfortable with that chris are you allow, are you allowing us to do that i'll allow it <laughs> yeah i didn't think chris would have too much to complain about no, no seeing as we've out. reviewed all the marvel movies back to the future and Monty Python and Ready Player One. I'll let you keep Admiral for now. Cool. <laughs> so a breakfast food. This is bacon and eggs. Just the, yeah, this is bacon yeah. and eggs. So this. I have to pick breakfast food, right? No, this like you can that's pick a breakfast food. I mean, well, last d- week we picked steak and eggs because it was like it's almost there, but it wasn't quite there. It's Canadian. So this breakfast. is this is uh, this, is, this bacon is bacon and, and eggs. eggs. Oh, because it's number yeah. one. Yeah, this is the essence. Yeah. I like it. Do you agree? You were here for the bacon and eggs episode. <laughs> How does that make you feel? I feel entitled. <laughs> I need to check my privilege on the way out. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Who do you think you are coming on our show? Uh, yeah, so this is bacon and eggs. I think, you know, it's, it's what breakfast is. It doesn't matter what stage of life you're in or what you're doing uh this it's reliable this is star wars it's good it's timeless this is star wars this is pod racing you know this now this is pod racing <laughs> 3po <laughs> it's so how do you do uh, that it's so weird it's just it's like it comes naturally <laughs> it just comes natural i'm gonna be i'm gonna be like in a situation in the near future, I'm sure of it. Like, well, let's go around the room and say a fun fact about yourself. And I'll be like, you remember the like trash compactor scene? And <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, next trash compactor I find myself in. I really, I'll know just I what really to say. Too. I thought he was going to be like, next time I'm in a trash compactor. <laughs> no, I'll be, it'll be like, let's share a fun fact about yourself. And I'll be like, you remember the trash compactor scene? I can do Luke's. What he's yelling at C-3PO? I've got it. <laughs> we'll do I've show and it. tell at work next week. <laughs> right. Ty's going to go to the Brian dump Ruth's now. Brian going to be like, hey, man, what's Star Wars? <laughs> Ty's going to go to the dump now and be throwing something away and just like, just <laughs> lightly stick his foot in and be like, 3PO. <laughs> 3PO. Every metallic object he throws away. <laughs> All right, I've got some trash I need to bring to work tomorrow. Um, or maybe Friday, because that's truck day. Ah. <laughs> uh, Yes, this is bacon and eggs. It's it's this essential. This is the pinnacle. Yeah, this is what breakfast is all about. Yeah, it's it's every man's well, breakfast. Here, every here's man's my Star thinking Wars. behind yeah. it. Is when we set out to make bacon and eggs the podcast, we're like we're gonna do blockbusters. Like that's how we're gonna start. And this is this is the, the blockbuster. This yeah, this is like the blockbuster to end all blockbusters. Like this really busts my blocks. Is that so? Gross. 
I think it's a Minecraft reference. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they're thinking about when they invented the term blockbuster, was Minecraft. Yeah, I'm sure. That's why it's in Ready Player One. My table's creaking, and my chair is creaking, and everybody's going to be mad at us. <laughs> I'll fix it. Say la vie. Uh, so we've done a movie ranking, we've done breakfast food, we've done villain ranking. Where are we now? We just oh, got We got to sign off. So, uh, do you want people to follow yeah. you on Twitter, Chris? <laughs> yeah, you can, but I don't tweet. <laughs> <laughs> you might now. You can, uh, yeah. All right. I am at C Millahan. Millahan's my last name. M I L L E H A N. And I should be the same thing on Instagram, I think. I'll probably <laughs> post more. I will never tweet, but I may post some. I posted a picture of my wife and my dog the other day on Instagram. So, yeah. Did you really? I don't think I liked it. Me. I don't even have a follow on Instagram, to tell you the truth. Tell you Thanks, God's bro. truth. Thanks. Make sure I actually am. C-Milan. You are C-Milan. Yeah. I am following you. You mm-hmm. just put 29 likes. That ain't bad. I did not I mean, like this. Picture I posted today. Okay, that was March 23rd. So It's a pretty good picture of my wife and my dog in, in bed after <laughs> I, I got up for breakfast already. <laughs> what would you have? Not bacon and eggs. Not bacon and eggs. <laughs> I think oatmeal. Bacon and eggs is a weird breakfast to make because it takes some time, but not as much time as you think the, it's going to take to like prepare. The bacon breakfast. takes a, a lot longer but, than the eggs take. Yeah, the eggs. It's like that's hot. Eggs done. Another picture I posted on my Instagram from from April of 2015, which I think was my last Instagram post before <laughs> my most recent one, was eggs and sausage. Look at that. Bacon and eggs. When I'm bored, I'm. I even made a mimosa. Look at me. Hashtag. It's I mean, I'll be honest with you. The the eggs isn't the part I like about bacon and eggs. <laughs> yeah, no. Bacon I'm not that big of an egg thing. guy. You you are uh, 11 posts in on Instagram. <laughs> All right, well, fans. Now that you like me on Instagram, be sure I'll to follow have to up that game. Be sure to. I'll, I'll I'll tag you in a photo for a promo. We're gonna be responsible for Chris's renewed not, interest in social media. <laughs> Bring me back to yeah, life. Chris, we're going to resuscitate Chris's social media here, and Sarah's just going to be like, why? He posts everything on Instagram now. <laughs> Instagram's something I could get into. His hashtag game is off the charts. Twitter's too too hot, takey, toxic. You follow, like, your Twitter feed stresses me out so much. Because <laughs> there's so many, like, political things. and like- I follow sports random like happenings around the globe news you follow like yeah, alex jones news i do not follow alex jones like you follow all of these like stressful twitter accounts my twitter like when you say you follow news if i go to my discover page on instagram where it like caters news to you i get news oh on my upcoming. God. it's I the get, worst news i get news on upcoming marvel movies oh really yeah <laughs> i wonder what i get <laughs> <laughs> this is great podcasting <laughs> I mean, you could cut some of this out. Just gold. Gold podcasting here. Absolute gold. Well, anyway, follow me. Then I may post stuff, people. Well, fair enough. Uh. He's been Chris Millahan. <laughs> the other guy, he keeps saying 3PO a lot. Do it again. 3PO! He's been America Carlin. That's America R-L-I-N. I've been wow now, but the O's are zeros. W-0-W-N-0-W. Uh, those are our handles on There's both no Twitter and Instagram. If you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can get us at Bacon and Eggs 23 on Twitter or Bacon and Eggs Media at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, baconandeggs.media. Sure can. Or you can join our super secret Facebook group. It's a lot of fun. We have great conversations about all the movies we talk about and a bunch of other stuff. Also, you can check out our award tiers over at patreon.com slash baconandeggs, and you can join a part and be a part of our Bacon and Eggs Discord. It's a lot of fun as well if you want to get a hold of us there. It's a super dandy time. Do it! Do it now! 
Uh, all of our artwork is by the wonderful Vaishon Brandon. If you want his contact info so you can get him to make art for you, uh, hit us up. We'll give it to you. Vaishon will sleep on the floor in a boat. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again for so much deck. for listening to another episode of Bacon and Eggs. He's been Tyler Carlin. He's been Chris Millahan. I've been Ethan Edgehill. And until next week, Arrivederci. Admiral. 3PO! 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 3PO!